been a tale of two seasons for the Boston Celtics. I probably aged about 10 years just from that series. I'd probably compare myself to like, you know, just a younger, smarter, more handsome, stronger Michael Jordan. Let's go Celtics. Go Patriots. These are these are guys who, when they when you give them a bowl of Cheerios in the morning, they finish every last drop of milk. Absolute uh, clown over here. I'm ready when you are, baby. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Offbeat Sports Podcast. Today we are back. Uh, we got Harry, Aiden, and Casper. Um, wherever he is, oh, there he is. <laughs> we are back. We're back and with Casper's presence, you must know we're talking NBA more specifically. We're going to talk about our C's first in the East, first in the NBA. Life's good for the Celtics. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about some of the recent stuff um, and trade deadlines coming up. We'll talk about some uh, trade prospects and C's might look into. So uh, let's just get right into it. Casper, what are, what are, you, what are your feelings on the, the recent uh play of our Boston Celtics. I'm I'm still skeptical. I like like I love them because they're playing well, but I don't know. The shot selection is pretty bad still. This is like a lot of threes getting checked out. And we were like going crazy because we're making most of them. But to be honest, like looking at our roster, like we don't really have like a knockdown three point shooter. Like I still don't I don't trust Hauser and Pritchard. Like yeah, Tatum and JB will get hot. But like if you mean to tell me I need them to shoot seven eight threes a game like I don't I don't like my odds there I think that's a problem um on the interior they're actually not doing too bad but if we're getting matched up with Philly in the playoffs like we might be getting run out of there same thing with Giannis like I don't I'm skeptical of our interior defense against big name guys like that but I think cohesively they've been playing pretty well passing isn't too bad um Actually, been cutting really well. Get some easy buckets, which is good. But yeah. Um, the same problems I feel like the Celtics always have. A little too many turnovers. threes, rebounding, interior defense. Yeah, and Tatum and Jalen Brown need to remember yeah. how to dribble the ball most of the time. Yeah, I just I, – I personally – I'm not worried. I mean, you, you can say, yeah, we lost to the Magic three times this season. But that's an up-and-coming team. There's a lot of young young talent on those that team. Yeah, their no record's not good. But it's not like the, their players are shit. It's like they're, they're good up-and-coming players that, that play extremely well when they play against us, and they all shoot, like, crazy numbers and the super inflated. But, like, That's so, also a huge team. Like, their roster yeah. is massive. Mm. And so what I look size. at, when I look at when people, call, like, try and bring that up is, like, who who have we beaten and beaten consistently? And you look at the top teams in both conferences, we're winning against them consistently. Like the Nuggets, Suns, uh, we split with the Warriors. We, uh, um, we Did beat, we, we beat, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we lost the first game. Yeah. Didn't we won in overtime. We beat, no, we've only played them twice. We beat them the last time when they came here. Oh, uh, no, we beat, we beat the Grizzlies, beat the Kings, beat the Clippers. Like we beat the Mavericks, beat the Pelicans, beat the Suns. Like we're beating those guys. We beat, we beat the Sixers, we beat the Bucks, beat the Nets. Um, we've been a little rough against the Cavs, uh, split with the Heat, uh, beat or beat the Net or split with the Knicks, beat the Hawks, beat the, like if you look at the teams, we're playing against, we're winning. Like we're winning against the good ones, which is where I gauge how good a team is actually is actually versus when they're playing against a team that is on the bottom of the standings with guys out. That's when they tend to try new things and hence 
lose some of them. But you look at offensive rating, third in the league, defensive rating, fifth in the league, net rating first, like assists, seventh in the league. Yeah, I think turnovers are a little too high, but I'm not too worried. Harry, what's yeah. your take on the C's? Or Aiden, Aiden, go. You can go next. Yeah, so, I mean, I've watched pretty much every game this year. I've gone to a few, and I'm not too concerned. Um, we Obviously, we're number one in the NBA. I think we're the title favorite this year, but I do think there is some, some room to improve over the second half of the year and some moves we can make here at the trade deadline. And my main problem, I really have, two main problems with the team um when you notice when they lose i think there's some crazy statistic the magic number for turnovers is like i think it's 17 when they get lower than that they almost never lose when it's above that then they lose pretty much every time i don't know if it's 17 somewhere in the teens but if you have more than 17 turnovers you should not be winning the game yeah i mean they, <laughs> like they if are you prone. win with more if, than if that, you're if you're forcing more if you're forcing more than 17 turnovers you shouldn't be losing <laughs> yeah yeah that that has to tighten up especially when it comes to playoff time you know the the refs tend to can to uh call less fouls it's more physical the Celtics got to really take care of the ball so that's that's a an issue but that one i feel like they could really just fix themselves you know that's more of a interior team thing not really something that you necessarily would need to get from outside the organization but my other problem with them recently has been three-point shooting it feels like most games they've played recently they're shooting 20 30 percent from three they're getting outshot at the free throw line and it just it's a recipe to lose you know when cross was saying those losses against the magic um, we've had some close games, and even as Celtic fans, we shouldn't have beat the Lakers the other night. Um, we bad. were we sh- should have lost right, to the Warriors so as well. All that right, was awful. all right, all right. So, oh, those those yes. were lucky really wins we got away really with. But yes, you look at our... mi- hold on, hold on. Yes, that is a missed call. I will give you that. When have they ever called something that soft at the end of a game? They don't. They don't. They called it for JB two plays before. Okay. Like the same no, thing. I mean like on the final play. They very rarely call that. that it has matter. to be that wasn't a It has to be blatant. Well, remember remember that remember that Tatum dunk against the Cavs blatant. earlier in the year? That was How a was foul that, that didn't get called. Yeah. That was, but like uh, 100% a and, foul that didn't get called. It happened to us against Lakers like a couple but, years ago. Well, dude, and when I'm in like you look at the last 2 minute report, four missed calls. Three of them favored the Lakers. That's the only one that favored the Celtics. You, like you can play the missed call game all, all all time. Like they called Grant Williams for stepping out of bounds on a three when he was clearly in bounds. I mean, if he hit like when if they counted those, I mean, doesn't matter if he no, if no, he gets, a, goes to the free throw line. Absurd call with a ref. Yes, but time. but they call uh, calling someone out of bounds when they're clearly in bounds is an absurd call. Like yeah. you can play them. You can play the missed call. Yeah, but game, dude, like LeBron is, if, if LeBron gets ending. that foul call, we're losing the game. We're not winning. Like I, like LeBron's. If Grant, if Grant Williams, shooter, does, no if Grant Williams, get, if Grant Williams gets that call, we win with the free throws or not. Like you can play the missed call. Well, game, I mean, at, at the end of the day, in, it's just, it's just a, like, it's just a path. You can't go down. Uh, like, yeah, that's a really tough call. Like, yeah, he fouled him, but they they had a chance. They like, I mean, overtime. Like, be, they yeah, just, they did have overtime. That's fair. Okay, yeah, that like true. it's not it's not like it's not like they lost the game on that call. Though. It's not like they lost the game on that call. They yeah, still but, like you can say that you lose that game. Like you're losing all your momentum there. 
Like you bait like I know like there's missed calls everywhere, but like the fact that LeBron's going up for a layup and gets hacked and doesn't get that call, like that's like that's gonna drain your team. That would be the same thing if it happened to one of us. Like, we would be fucking pissed going into overtime. You know what I mean? All right. But yeah. like so so and I'm you're not also it wasn't a foul. I'm not saying it wasn't a foul. Yeah, my my point on that okay. though was All right, hold I'm not that, I'm but... not All right, here we go. Sorry. Let me I'm pulling something up while you're going. Yeah. Sorry. It's it's been it's been a minute since I've done. I'm not saying it wasn't a foul, right? But like, at the end of the day, dude, fingertips—not finger. I wouldn't say fingertips, but fingers. Fingers on the forearm. You're LeBron James going up for a left-handed layup. I know that's kind of surprising. You that make he didn't that. Finish that. You make that. Watch, watch, watch it again. It's fingers. But you, it's not like he just Harry, palmed his forearm. It's fingers Harry, on the forearm. That you make video. That I'm not saying it wasn't a foul. No, but I'm saying, like, you don't see that video and you think, oh, LeBron just missed that layup that bad. Like, you think LeBron's smoking a layup like that, like, well, with the game on the line? I feel like that's something, like, you have to think of, too. Like, he must even, have got hit somewhere. Like, I know you can't no, make a is, call based on that, but, like, if a call's missed, like, you can be like, well, why did he miss it so bad? Replay, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's hundreds. There's, I'm not. I'm like, not saying there's like, this. Not, like there's that. You could probably count at least thirty missed calls in an NBA game. Yeah, that's unfortunate oh, that that happened. Like, but um, I want to like I'm trying to I'm trying to look at where like what was this? They were up like eleven on us. Well, here's 13. here's the How, here's the thing. Why right, don't we so, look at that? How do you blow a thirteen point lead? Like yeah, they did. They did blow that lead, but also if you remember, with ten seconds left, they were up. What were they up? They were up two. Patrick Beverly gets fouled. He misses a free throw. Where if he had made it, because he went one for two from the line, they would have been up four. That Jalen Brown foul probably wouldn't have mattered. They still would have had the lead. So at the, I mean, at the end of the day, they did give us that game by making boneless or uh, what do you call it, boneheaded plays. I mean, <laughs> we were we were lucky to get back into that, but I mean oh, that kind of you know distracts everybody from the main problem in that, which was we could not hit a shot in that game. We we barely crossed a hundred points by the end of the fourth quarter. You're you're not. So that that I think is definitely not, something that we could we could fix at the trade deadline. There's plenty of good shooters that you know we could take a look on. Even just like you know a three point shooting wing could be helpful. There's a lot of different guys, which I'm sure we'll discuss later in this episode. All right, they were up 13 with I mean, four minutes ever left. Since... That is inexcusable. I, I think you blew you blew a 13 point lead in four minutes. You can't. I, that's bullshit. If you want to try and blame it on one play, but again, miss call. But I'm not like I. I don't think you could. Play yeah, that but at game. the end of the day, dude, it's like you're playing. I think, to win. I think like, at the it end doesn't of matter the day, what happens. You want to win the game. Yeah. Like. Which they still had a chance I, in overtime. I, to be fair, to be fair, hold on, hold on. I feel, I feel like we've all Harry, you're beaten, cutting in and out. Hold on, beating the horse Harry. with a bat for a Harry. While restart on this one. <laughs> I, Harry, I, it's it's telling me your internet connection. It's it just told me your internet connection is unstable. Like I, all right, Harry, we'll come that. we'll come back um, to you. In but a I sec. think we just beat the this horse dude is underwater with a bat for a while there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Harry, we'll come back to you. Um. So, uh, I just want to, like, I'll give you my concerns. Like, I just think turnover – oh, Harry's gone. So, yeah. He'll come back. <laughs> all right, he'll be back. Um, With all us clear-sounding people. <laughs> um, But my, my main concern 
is turnovers. I mean, I'm not worried about the shooting. I, the shooting will come. Like it, it's all it's all in the matter of a season. Uh, do we, do you trust our shooters though in the playoffs you know. to make those? You do trust. Yeah, no. You do trust them. I yeah. don't at all. I I do. I I'm not really worried about the. It, but like, there's so many ways we can score. It's not just shooting. Like, especially with Rob Wilback, he completely adds a whole other dimension. Oh, like, I I agree fully. I just think that the way we've been losing games recently, I mean, it's not like we just lost a, a game here or there where we haven't been able to shoot. It's been a trend for like the last two months. Which we, we are seven. We are. We are seven and three in our last ten games. We were on a nine-game winning streak before the three-game losing streak. Like there hasn't been like a consistent like where we go on like an eight-game losing streak. It's been like a couple games here and there. We're still winning games. Like what was our 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 record in like? I'm trying to find our record. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not number. saying you know I'm you know I'm not saying tear the team up, get like this big star. I'm just saying with fine tuning, everybody. We, we could. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Just fine tuning. Get get a player here, there. That oh, I, I don't disagree. I, I I think there's definitely like there's definitely ways to improve. All right, we were four and two in October, fourteen and two in November, eight and six in December. Isn't that bad? Ten and five in January. Like that. Like I, none of the, like December. Yeah, is a little drop off, but none of those scream like, oh, there's a huge problem with this team. Like. It, I mean, November was absurd, which is probably why we get a little bit greedy, like with how they're playing now. It's just they were playing so crazy in November. So, like, oh, Harry's back. Let's see, see what we work with with Harry. Um, but like, continuing yeah. my thought, I think like we just like there are ways to improve. Yes, but are you willing to? take a chance at mixing up any kind of chemistry the team's built in this successful stretch by kind of getting rid of a piece and uh, also adding one. Like, that's why I I – We did it last year. I I know, but that that team was – had numerous flaws. Like – Yeah, but to be fair, like, Josh Richardson was really good on our team. Yeah, and obviously, and I still think keeping him would have helped like a ton. But um, well, I mean, we but, got Derek White for him, right? Yeah, and Derek White's been fantastic on both sides of the ball. That was, pro- that was probably worth it. All right, Harry, Harry, we'll let you. I think I think the biggest difference. Am I am I good now? Because I'm literally cabled into my computer. Yeah, your video's bad, audio's good. So just go for it. That works for me. I think the biggest difference between this year and last year is our role players, like our bench players. Okay, internet connection is unstable. Can you still hear me? Great. Yeah, your uh, audio. I good. think the biggest part about last year. Okay, I think the biggest difference between last year and this year is our role players, bench players, like our sixth, seventh, eighth, were playing very good compared to the pace they are now. You know what I mean? Like, because they would keep up with the starting five we threw out there, and they'd come in and they'd hit shots, and they would be consistent. I think that's where we've fallen off. I think that's why Peyton Pritchard's kind of like looking forward to new seas. Because if you saw him in an interview lately, he said he was talking about life after the Celtics. He's like, well, after I'm done here, I'd want to do this, this. So I think I think them kind of missing their shots, them not being on the same wavelength they were last year even though the team's doing well is kind of beating them down inside where it's like kind of affecting how they're getting in 
their rotation, like kind of affecting, kind of affecting their mentality. Because I mean, at the end of the day, if your mentality's off but your game's still good, you're not gonna play well. If your mentality's not there, where you're like, oh yeah, I'm the shit, you're not gonna go out there and be the shit. You understand? Like well, Grant Will last Pritchard... year turned it up like crazy because he was just. Yeah. Well, my thing with Pritchard is like. My concern is, or not, not even a concern is just he, he lost his role due to there just being too many guards. There's just too many guards. There's not enough playing time to go around, and he stepped up great in the moments where people got hurt, which is his job. And I mean, great depth piece to have, great depth piece to have going into the playoffs if anyone gets injured. So I don't think you should trade him. I think you got to keep him. If he if he goes next year, he goes. That's fine. Good luck to him. But if you're really wanting to win a championship right now, there's no sense in trading him. Because if you trade him, say, for Jakob Pertl, like, which is, like, is some of the talks, uh, like, if you, like, obviously there might be some other pieces in there. But if you make that trade, yes, you add another big man, which is good because we need a big man. So if Rob or Al, like, get hurt or need rest, that's a good addition. But then also you're screwing yourself on the guard side. Then you're going to be in the same place on the guard side that you are on the big man side right now. So I think keeping Pritchard for the playoffs I, see, is a I good idea. I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with that. I th- it's not really a point. I think, I think we're pretty heavy set on the guard side, right? Yeah, but Pritchard's, Pritchard's, Pritchard doesn't really need that. I don't that know if I, I, don't know if I That's where I disagree. facilitating our offense. I, I didn't say point guard. I said guard. Me neither. And uh, No, but I'm saying like Pritchard's even then, Even then. That- Richard's playing one of the hardest roles to play in the NBA. Like he's purely coming in to be a shooter. Like he's an undersized shooter. Like if he's he working his a ass shot, off though. He's yeah. Well, he's an insanely good offensive rebounder. He his works staff. his ass off on the defensive <clears throat> side. But my thing is, my thing is with him. The Celtics, they're both yeah. great rebounders. Don't get. But you're killing. Players. You're killing your depth if you get rid of him. There's no sense in getting rid of him. I, there really isn't. You can get Pirtle without. If you can get Pirtle without giving up Pritchard, what then... is Pritchard's ceiling though, dude? Like he's really inconsistent, no, but, and he's not going like I don't know. I I'm not like a, like a Pirtle. You're not gonna rel- be... you're not gonna rely on Pritchard. You're not gonna. You, he's a depth piece, so if somebody gets hurt, he can step up. Because if he's not here, then the next man up is J.D. Davidson. Is that really who like who you want getting in a game like in the playoffs if somebody's hurt? I mean, no, but like in the playoffs, like Pritchard's not going to be bringing the ball up. No, but that's not the point. Like in that if, sense, why don't say, you just put say smart, in? say smart gets hurt in the playoffs. We got okay. Brogdon and White, but okay. because we play, we play like without a lot of backup shooting guards. Where like Brown is our starting shooting guard, but then Brogdon and Smart and and White all rotate into all the guard positions. Then we're screwing ourselves if one of those point guards get, or our point guards gets hurt because then we don't have a backup shooting guard. That's where Pritchard steps in and he can give you good minutes if one of those other guards gets hurt. And I think that's a great depth piece to have in uh like this st- second half stretch of the season where you want to hold that one seed. Guys may be coming in and out, but he's he's a guy you can rely on to give you some good minutes here and there when you need him. And that's why I'm saying keep him, get Pirtle, and then you have you have the depth in both the like the big man position and the guards. So you're not like you're not sacrificing but one for cross, the other. Cross, cross, cross. 
Where I think you're losing it here, though, is because think about it. If we keep if we keep Pritchard, how do we get Pirtle? And even then, the only no, reason why I think the, we should still I'm keep seeing Pritchard a lot of stuff. We I'm seeing a lot of small ball. No, so what I'm do you want a... Pritchard for? You want him to like be? What do you? I want like, him depth. When you're when you're saying he's gonna go in though, like what is he gonna do? Like if just say pure... smart, say say like give me an example. Like you said, one of those three guys. It had it's like, happened which... like with all smart being out in the last couple of weeks. Pritchard stepped in and gave us good minutes. Come on the floor, score a few buckets, play some pretty good defense, just just to fill in some of those smart minutes. Like if so if you don't not, think he's like the... replaceable. Well, here's. Something we no, could tackle. I, is... I didn't say he's not replaceable. I'm just saying, where are you going to replace him at this at this point in the season? Because you're going to be trading well, for a big man. You're well, not going to be cross, trading for another here. guard. Hear me out. Cross, hear me out. <clears throat> we play in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. That means we're probably going to play. All right, let me pull up the, the playoff seating really quick. You're talking about because... big man. But I'm saying yeah, we can get per... – I'm seeing a lot of trade uh, trade scenarios where we get Pirtle in – Pritchard's not in there. Pritchard doesn't have to be involved. I'm saying don't trade Pritchard, whether it be in a Pirtle deal or any other deal, because you you can get Pirtle without trading Pritchard. Just give up picks. We don't need any young like uh, well, picks right well, now. That, we that really don't because nobody nobody that you're gonna get at 30 or 29 or 28 wherever we end up is going to step in and have a bigger impact than Pritchard. They realistically aren't. Well, crap. Yeah. If you think about it, let's say that. The breaking point for San Antonio is Pritchard. Let's just say it ends up being Pritchard has to be included, and that's the thing standing between the Celtics and the trade. And let's just say they throw him in there to get Pirtle. That is a position, you know, as a as a third guard, if a guard were to go down like Smart or Brogdon, that we could attack in the buyout market to get a veteran if necessary. Somebody like George Hill, the, the Bucks had a few years ago, you know, just a veteran guy right. who you can – count on to bring the ball up to play that role if need be but Richard may not need to be in there and if and if not then great just keep him but Hear that is up. it isn't the end of the world is Jakob Pertle even worth trading for yeah i think that'd be a good depth he's a good player piece. is but, he a good de- is he good defensively i just like i don't watch enough of him to know uh so he, here, here here we are well like he's good in the he's good in the pick and roll how tall is he he's like seven feet right um well i'm looking up his defensive rating um Give me uh so let me hear me out. All right, if they really want Pritchard that bad, Pritchard in a couple picks for Pirtle, maybe throw in Josh Richardson to get Josh Richardson back. That's they a top guard. Do Why not? They don't need Richardson. He's a he's a vet. Like they're gonna get rid of Richardson. Yeah, but like, they're gonna get rid of him anyway. Want, like, he has a rate defensive rating good, of one hundred and sixteen point three. I don't know if that's good or not. It depends what their contracts are looking good. like. Like if Richardson's like taking up a lot of money, yeah, maybe. But then like we don't want to take Richardson on. Well, we didn't like, we give didn't we give Richardson the... that contract? I think he's still on the same contract that we yeah, gave. Yeah, he's, he's probably on our contract anyway. Oh, so we're still paying him anyway. No, I mean like he's on our like he's in the contract we paid him. Um, okay. So my thing is, I say you need to seven one. You can get Pirtle without trading Pritchard. They're like the Spurs aren't the Spurs aren't looking for a guy like Pritchard. I don't think. I'm saying I've seen him involved in some of the trade talks, not is separate from the the Spurs, but like I'm also seeing the Pirtle stuff. I'm saying get keep Pritchard, also getting Pirtle, and you're golden for the playoffs because you have depth. Like if someone gets injured and for. Bigs if with Pirtle coming, that's my thing. But 
The only thing, the only thing I really want to like tack onto this debate now is the only reason why I really see we should still keep Pritchard is if we're going to commit to the small ball. Because right now, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build around bigs to like you know at least have some fortitude, like fortitude in the backcourt, uh, and at least have or I I don't know backcourt frontcourt whatever the ones the big mans are at least have like some good depth on that side because right now we have it for the small guys we have it for the guards we have some good forwards. But if we're going to keep Pritchard, I think we should continue to set the pace by playing small ball, not trying to look for these bigs, not trying to get Jakob because he's six, seven foot and not trying to get a guy like Nasri because he can body inside. We should be trying to keep the smaller, faster, more agile guys on the court if we're going to keep a guy like Pritchard around. Because if well, we the, don't and we're looking the problem for guys, is, if we can get, Naz, if we can get Naz roster, by sending Pritchard and picks, I'm doing that 100 times. Well, the, 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 pro, the problem with – Done. Uh, 100%. Well, done. Well, the, the problem Naz with like, small ball is you don't, you don't know if your big men are going to be healthy all the time. Like That's just like the realistic like nature of – like. The two bigs we have, one's old, one's injury prone. That's why you need a, a big man depth piece. Because yeah, Cornet's been pr- pretty good for us this year, but that's not necessarily someone you want getting big, big minutes in the playoffs or the finals. So that's take why the injuries a... out of it, dude. Take the injuries out of it, though. It doesn't matter. Like you can't go into that postseason yeah. with like you can't go into that postseason playing those two big guys and then only having one in the back. Like you're gonna be playing. Yes. Like you're probably gonna be playing Bam. Which none of our players can guard. Horford did not guard him very well. Yeah, Rob tried, Will but... guards him pretty well. Yeah, but Bam is way more like agile. Like he can, he doesn't need to score in the paint every time. Like I don't like that matchup for us at all. We're gonna have to guard Embiid probably if we play them. We have to guard Giannis, which Al does and a good Lo- job. And on. Lopez, even though I know he's not like a main go-to scorer on that team, he's huge. And now people like the kids who start watching basketball now, they think he's just a big shooter, like. You know me. Like, I'm a Nets fan. He was the only guy I'd watch for a while. Like, I know he's good in the low post, and he is. Very efficient in the paint. Like, those are – we got to go against trees, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, that's why I say uh, there's a benefit. I think the only trade need you need is a center. And I think just give up some a few picks or a pick or two to bring him in, and I think you're going. But here's like, the thing, Cross. Here's the thing. If we want to center, if we want to center, are they going to take – you said it yourself. What are we going to get at the 30? What are we going to get at the 29? Who's going to give up a good, valuable depth asset at the big side, which is what we need for the shitty picks that we're offering? Well, we're going the Spurs to don't to need a, something the Spurs don't need a, some shitty they don't need The Too Spurs big. don't need a veteran like Pirtle. They, like, they, they, they're looking for a few picks. Like I mean, they're not going to – like my thing is, Pritchard's probably gone after this season. Why not – like you're you're not gonna get a crap ton for Pritchard, so why not just keep him as a good depth piece? But but who's gonna who's gonna trade anything of value for him if he's at the end of a contract? That's like so why why would you trade him? Somebody who has a lot of cap space and can afford to try and he's get getting him back. paid dog shit. Yo, to be That's fair though, saying. we got we got Brogdon for nothing. Exactly, yeah. Brogdon. Like is, if we have so that that's that's my biggest problem. Trade, we could just keep everybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, just keep keep Pritchard as a good depth piece because you need depth if you want to if you want to win. Like they you're not going to traded Hauser like a month ago. That would have got I mean, some stuff back. Yeah, but Hauser's on terrible. such a cheap contract. There's a lot of value there for us. I mean, like yeah, but I like know, you, but we also had, you don't want to you don't want to just dump trade. You don't want to just dump. 
you just don't want to dump t- uh, depth pieces for no reason, like just because, like, just because, like, you can. I mean, with a team this yeah, good, you're more versatile in that, like, position. Like shooting yeah. guard to small forward, we can fill that much easier than we well. Can actually, we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of wing depth. Well, like we can shuffle in. Grand, you got, you got Grant, Smart, D. White are going to shuffle in at one and two with each mm-hmm. other. Pritchard's going to get some minutes. Tatum and JB will play most two through put. four. But and Grant, like, Grant and Hauser are probably like, your only two wing pieces, unless I'm forgetting someone. Well, yeah, but like still. I feel like you could like to think Hauser of, doesn't forgetting. Like, what is Hauser really doing for us right now, though? I mean, he he, he Don't comes say in shooting because he, he's not hitting. Yeah, anything. he hasn't been shooting great, but like, I mean, he'll figure it out. He's a shooter. He's he'll cut. He'll he'll come sure. out and figure it out. But sure. like, he works his ass off. Yeah, he gets abused sometimes defensively when he has to guard good players, but he works out. He works hard. So like, can we that's cut like Justin a, Jackson? Yeah, I don't know why he's. Why is he on the roster? I don't know what value he brings to, but I don't know why he. I don't know why they got rid of uh, Vonley, but not him. But that's my thing. At least Vonley. At least Vonley was bad, but he works hard. (laughs) Okay, I don't think Vonley was that bad though. Like he wasn't good. Yeah, he was pretty good. But like, no, No, he he would just come in and foul. He he came in and just like fouled. I've never seen someone. I have never seen someone. I have ever seen someone get more illegal screen calls than Noah Vaughn. Like he'd just come in. I do. Set a screen. I do. I got a throwback screen, name for screen. you. I have a throwback name for you that definitely did it more. Greg Steamsma. Remember him? Oh my god, that white guy. Dude, that guy used to come in and get five fouls in five minutes. That was the that was the uh the Phil uh the Phil Pressy era. <laughs> Dude, that was a wild that was a wild ride. All right. Well Gerald that... Wallace. <laughs> So um, God, I would say yeah. that pretty much uh covers everything in the world of Celtics right now. So uh, and I, I would say that's a pretty good debate. Um, so yeah. If th- anything, thank you. If anything, what? before we go, uh, those of you who just listened, you just heard that whole whole Peyton Pritchard argument about everything. Not argument, but debate. Uh, let us know down below. What do you think? Should we keep Peyton? Should we get rid of him while we still have him? And try and get something back from him. Picks, big man. Should he grow out his hair? Should he grow out his hair? <laughs> Should he get a beard? He probably can't, but it might Go be. Goatee? Maybe. Wait, wait. Actually, based on Pritchard's words, everything I read from Pritchard before we wrap it up is it seems like he's expecting to be here the rest of the season and then next year he's gone. So I, it just that's just the words he said seemed to me that he he doesn't expect to get traded because clearly he had a talk with Brad. Take so him while it, he's down. Yeah, it, it clearly seems that he is staying for the season. So I, I also have an inside source that he may or may not have male pattern baldness. I have and an the inside, inside source. source is me. Because have, he is bald as hell. Yo, did, you know his, did you know his sister plays Division One basketball? Uh, I had heard something basketball. about that. Yeah, yeah. No I, I, I was I was hoping to get her on the podcast. I sent a few. Dude, Juancho Hernan Gomez's little back. sister is the starting center at my school. Oh, really? Did you know? Yeah. Let's get her I on. Her first name. Get her on. I, have the, I've, I haven't talked to her in a while. I can ask. Let's get her on. <laughs> that that'd be a fun episode. Is she tall as hell. I feel like she's got to be tall. She's as like hell. six five. That, I mean, that's pretty Dude, tall. Right I, so, like, I've been to some of the girls' practices because they like practice players. She caught the ball in the post, did one back down, and almost put me on the floor. 
Like, I got humbled so yeah, bad. Like I like she, I used to do to you. Smoked the lamp. Though. Well, you know she. Lie, but I was like, damn. Like well, I know used to she do is. You. She is the sister of Bo Cruz. So are we surprised? Yeah. Fair. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it all up. Shout so, out! Uh, shout out, Juancho. He's still in the yeah. league. He's hooping right now. Not really, uh, but he's in Toronto. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but we love him. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Harry Aiden, and David for uh, joining me on the show. Uh, go green, baby. Gotta love seeing the Celtics Celtics win. So we got we got the Nets on Wednesday. So uh should be good. Let's get it. Celtics Grizzlies finals. And as always, fuck Please. Kyrie. We'll see you next hey. time on Offbeat Sports. It's called a bomb, Texas.